Manx Radio's update with Chris Pearson. Master Mike, good evening. It's half past five and this is Update for Friday 6th January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus sport, business, sea watch, travel updates and the newsmakers in person. Tonight, in a really tricky situation, that's how the Isle of Man's health service has been described by Manx Care. And pressure on the island's NHS means that pharmacists are having to pick up the slack. We'll find out what that means. Douglas Borough Council say it wasn't us, Gov, but they won't tell us who did actually send what now appears to have been a spoof email claiming to be from the council leader. And speaking of DBC, there's a new petition to reinstate weekly bin collections. We'll speak to the man who really did start it. Man Benham, for all your business and legal needs. 5.31 with the headlines, here's Simon Richardson. Fast to my, pharmacists on the Isle of Man say they're under pressure due to more people with winter illnesses and COVID-19 seeking help. Manx Care says the island's health service is in a really tricky situation due to increasing numbers of patients needing hospital admission. Home births on the Isle of Man cannot currently be offered as standard. That's from Manx Care following a report which found the Department of Health and Social Care breached its legal obligations by not offering women the option to give birth at home. HSBC's decision to make changes to its operations across the Isle of Man is being met with opposition. Ramsey Town Commissioners have expressed extreme concern at the proposed closure of the Northern Branch. Moving on to the international news, the Taliban's accusing Prince Harry of committing a crime against humanity after he wrote in his new book that he'd killed 25 people on a British military tour in Afghanistan. The country's rulers have criticised him for describing people as chess pieces, insisting they would have been freedom fighters up against invaders. The big nurses' union and Unite say they're always willing to meet UK ministers to discuss pay and strikes, but they say they'll only get into the ongoing row, not future agreements, if a meeting with the PM on Monday goes ahead. And a postman's been jailed for nine years for a series of assaults which killed his girlfriend's one-and-a-half-year-old son. Scott Coombe, who's 24 and from Petswood in London, initially tried to blame the boy's clumsy nature for the injuries. Those are the headlines. More news at six. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Starting off then with the state of the sea, moderate, becoming moderate or rough as the evening goes on. Looking ahead this evening, cloud thickening with outbreaks of rain continuing through much of the night. Heavy at times, moderate to fresh south or southwesterly winds becoming fresh to strong overnight with mild temperatures. Saturday, any rain at first quickly clearing by dawn, leaving scattered showers and some sunny spells. It'll be moderate south or southwesterly winds freshening during the late morning and then becoming strong in the afternoon. Highs tomorrow, 10 degrees. And beyond that, continuing unsettled and rather windy on Sunday and Monday with sunny intervals and showers expected. Next low water happening in just under 10 minutes from now, 5.44 this evening at 1.6 metres. Next high water tonight, 11.26 at 6 metres. Low water again tomorrow at 5.33 at 1.5 metres. Sunrise at 8.36 tomorrow. And then the next high water tomorrow will be at 11.43 in the morning at a height of 6.7 metres. Manx Glass and Glazing can produce bespoke splashbacks for your kitchen in any colours. Speak to the team on 674 573.
The Isle of Man's health service is in a really tricky situation due to higher than usual levels of winter illness. Nobles Hospital is said to be under a lot of pressure with high numbers of patients needing care. Dr John Snelling is the Associate Director of Primary Care for Manx Care. Nobles Hospital and the ambulance service are currently under a lot of pressure due to a high number of patients requiring hospitalisation with flu and other respiratory illnesses. The situation over the last 48 hours does seem to have marginally become more stable, but things change very quickly, of course, and the health service is undoubtedly still in a really tricky position. Most admissions to hospital have been in the over 65 population, which is the age group we most need to protect from getting these symptoms. So if you or your child have cold or flu symptoms, a high temperature, headache, other aches and pains, um, runny nose, cough, sneezes, sweats or chills, we're asking you to try and stay home if possible, practice the usual hand washing and social distancing, maybe consider the use of face coverings, etc. that we all got used to during the pandemic. And certainly, please try and avoid visiting or being around elderly or vulnerable people for any length of time until you're better. If you're eligible for a flu jab and you haven't had it yet, it would really benefit not only you, but the whole population if you went and got that as soon as possible. Also do remember that COVID boosters can be booked online uh, or there's a walk-in centre at Chester Street with regular sessions being held over the next two weeks and that can give you both jabs, the COVID jab and the flu jab. We're really grateful for all the measures you've already taken. It's really important for all of us that our NHS is protected and supported. So thank you all for doing your part and stay well. And increased winter illness and staff shortages has left one pharmacist on the island facing the hardest winter it's ever experienced. Hamza Abdelghani works at Clear Pharmacy in Port Erin. We've had our busiest month to date ever in, in, in the history of this pharmacy specifically. And I can imagine that's the same everywhere else. Infections spreading more than it normally would. I mean, we are in the winter period. But I think this has been sort of gradually happening all throughout COVID. Pharmacies have been the only ones that have really kept their doors open. And we're really sort of struggling to find a time to switch off. Lack of breaks, longer working days and that sort of stuff really has an effect on on at all. But um, like I said, I mean, the key thing here is there is no technical maximum for any pharmacy we just keep taking people on keep keep answering questions keep seeing patients that come in and a lot of the times we're not trained to diagnose or to to patch people up but you know we've had someone come in to the pharmacy recently who had an accident with a lawnmower turned the lawnmower over and cut half his finger off not half but about a quarter and he came into the pharmacy with blood dripping out of his hand and he said, oh, what do I do? We had to try our best to patch him up even though we don't have as much training or any training really in certain cases to be doing that. And um, we can't refer to GPs in a lot of cases because they either don't answer the phone or they're booked out and they just refer back to A&E and then the cycle repeats itself. Meanwhile, Mukunda Masuria, the superintendent pharmacist at Carson's Pharmacy in Onken, says the spike has been increasing over the last few months as pressures on all walks of healthcare rise. People go to wherever they can get access to healthcare and as pharmacy we have a sort of an open door policy where people just walk in um, and we're more than happy to help whoever comes in however we can. Uh, we've felt the pressure, we've felt the strains uh, across the board, we're just as with most healthcare uh, professionals, we're, we're under pressure from, uh, we've got manpower workforce strains, um, winter illnesses come through and affects us as well, so that, that's been a challenge. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source, and Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. 
538 Douglas Council says recent emails about the leadership of the local authority were not sent by the council leader, but it won't reveal who it thinks did send them. Tessa Hawley has this report. It follows correspondence sent to media outlets on the Isle of Man, seemingly from the official government email address of Claire Wells. Manx Radio had asked the local authority to comment on the validity of an email which was sent to the station on the 30th of December that claimed that an emergency meeting had been called. In it, someone who signed the email, Claire, said they didn't intend to resign as other members are suggesting adding that they'd actually be calling a vote of confidence instead. Despite Manx Radio's request, the council didn't comment, but the PR agency contracted by the authority to provide media services, Isle of Man Advertising, told the station the email account could have been compromised. Now, in a statement from the council, it says Mrs Wells did not send the emails, but it also notes that no vulnerability has been detected in the local authority's IT system. Instead, the council says there has been a case of email spoofing, where cybercriminals use deception to appear as another person. The statement adds, following investigation, the actual origination of the fake emails has been identified and Douglas Borough Council is receiving advice with a view to taking action. The council has also advised other organisations which are concerned in relation to their IT security systems and possible vulnerability to contact the Office of Cyber Security and Information Assurance for advice on how to protect their systems from such attacks. The next full meeting of the council will take place on Tuesday the 10th of January. Still to come on Update Sea Watch with the latest information and a look ahead at the weekend water sports forecast if you're heading out onto the water though. Looking at the forecast, you might want to think again. Staying with Douglas Borough Council, a Douglas resident has created a petition calling for the council to reinstate weekly bin collections. Carol Verelst has already collected over 800 signatures online. He told Manx Radio through the petition he aims to highlight councillors failing by not listening to residents. I felt it's it's a service that we, we've all come to expect. Uh, I've lived in other countries and bins are collected weekly. All the people I've spoken to, I haven't come across many who've said we, we, we prefer it to be collected every two weeks it, it seemed to make no sense to me whatsoever if recycling is the goal then the failure of the council to get people to recycle more probably rests with them and shouldn't be about forcing people to to recycle more i, I think it's telling as well that in towns like Ramsey, where you actually have a commissioner who is qualified, Lamara Crane, she she has a degree in uh, conservation and she works for the Wildlife Trust, that they haven't thought that this is a good idea, that they continue to do a weekly bin collection. How sure are you that once you get your numbers, once you hand it over to Douglas Borough Council, that they will take it seriously or that they will act on it? I, I think if they were going to take it seriously, they would have probably listened to the people who who braved the cold on the 12th of December to come out to the Legion and, um, and express their dissatisfaction. I don't think they care. I think it's still important that we express our dissatisfaction. And more important, I think it's important because it's, it, more people are going to vote in April 2024. And I think more people may consider standing for the council. There's been too few people taking an interest in local 
council politics. So I'm hopeful that it will have an impact, if not immediately. I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting much from this council. I don't think they, they are going to listen to us, but uh, at least put it on record and consider in April um, going out there and voting for somebody and making sure you know what their policies are and what they're going to do. Douglas Borough Council says it's aware of the petition. It said whilst we respect the right to petition, they should be based on statements of fact rather than statements of opinion and misleading information. Sea-watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Ben McCree just tying alongside the link span at the moment on its arrival from Hesham. It will set off again tonight at 7.45 during Hesham at uh, 11.30 tonight. It'll depart once again at 2.15 in the morning, due back into Douglas at 6 o'clock and the Saturday morning sailing for the Ben McCree, unaffected by the weather at this stage, due to leave at 8.45 in Hesham for 12.30 tomorrow. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. GAF commissioners have defended their position on the decision to adapt the public shelter on Laxey Promenade at a public meeting on Thursday night. The commissioners want to install picnic tables, a wheelchair ramp and lockers for beach users. Local democracy reporter Emma Draper has the story. At a public meeting last night, points were raised about funding the change, why the change was occurring and the effect it will have on Laxey Village. Commissioner Melanie Christian said it was great that people came to the meeting to discuss issues they care about. I'm happy just to say thank you to everyone for coming out this evening. Uh, it's a really positive meeting and we really want to move forward and work with all businesses in Laxey and particularly the beach kiosk moving on. However, manager Dolly Reverdon feels the cafe should carry on with the cleaning and the general upkeep of the shelter. We have all this renewal in end of March this year, so hopefully they will give us new lease and we will continue to work for the cafe and maintain public shelter. I don't know if there's going to be some agreement between us, so if you're not going to get this lease, you know who to blame. A resident in Laxey says that there's only one positive from the Commissioner's plans. So I just feel that of those plans that are being uh, mooted by the Commissioners, the only real benefit that I can see is the adding of a, a ramp for disabled access. And so the rest of it, I think, is already done by the current leases of the kiosk. And so the only real benefit that I can see is that there will be a ramp installed. I think there's a public-spirited community feel to that and I think that sometimes those factors are overlooked and whilst I appreciate the commissioners may have a a public duty I think there's also a place for voluntary contributions to the community such as are made by the tenants of the kiosk. Manx Radio Business Briefing The gambling executive Denise Coates has shot up her place as one of the wealthiest executives in Britain after receiving about £260 million in salary and dividend payments. The Bet365 chief executive has had her total pay cut after a sharp fall in profits at the betting empire that she started as a website with her brother back in 2001. She's known as one of the most highly paid bosses in the country after her pay hit a national record of £469 million a year during the pandemic. She received a salary of £213 million for the year as the highest paid director of the company. Nice work if you can get it. Here, the new multi-million pound island infrastructure scheme has opened for applications. 
The scheme, administered by the Department for Enterprise, aims to stimulate and accelerate the development of privately owned brownfield sites, which are included in the Unoccupied Urban Sites Register. There's more on the DFE website. UK and European markets closed mixed as global markets digested strong jobs data from the US and hawkish Federal Reserve's minutes. US stocks climbs after December's employment data showed wage growth decelerated last month, whilst a closely watched manufacturing report reflected a contraction of the services industry. Oil prices rebalanced after an early $1 rally as a stronger dollar and a weaker economy uh, economic outlook weighed in with uh, hopes of Chinese demand boosting limited losses. And gold prices rose back on track for a third straight weekly gain. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. At the close, the FTSE 100 closed up 0.87% at 7,699. The DAX is up by 1.2% at 14,610. At 5 o'clock, Dow Jones stood at 33,460, a rise of 1.161%. Standard & Poor 500 at 3,869, a rise of 1.62%. And the Nasdaq at 10,460, a rise of uh, 1.5%. The exchange rates this evening, the pound will by 1.206 US dollars and 1.135 euros. In commodities, gold is up 1.55% at $1,863 per troy ounce, and Brent crude is trading at $79.55. That's a rise of 0.93% per barrel. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Isle of Man Water Sports. Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. 12 minutes to 6. Here's the relevant information. If you're sailing, kayaking, windsurfing, paddleboarding, sea swimming, diving or surfing this weekend. Outbreaks of rain at first on Saturday, then sunny intervals and isolated showers for the rest of the weekend. The sea temperature around the island currently standing at 10 degrees. In detail then for Saturday, the wind south or southwesterly force 4 or 5, increasing 5 or 6 around midday Saturday and then 6 or 7 later in the afternoon. Wave height 2 to 4 metres, the wave period 6 to 8 seconds, and high tide tomorrow at 11.43. For Sunday, the wind southwesterly force 7 or gale 8, decreasing force 6 or 7 around midday Sunday. Uh, wave height will be 2 to 4 metres, the wave period 6 to 8 seconds, and high tide on Sunday falls at 12.13. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com Tell us your opinion on the news. Email update at manxradio.com 
or text 166167. After a disappointing defeat on Monday night, FC Isle of Man have a tough task to get their first result of 2023 tomorrow. The Ravens face an informed Kendall Town at the Bowl on Saturday evening. Interim manager Paul Jones was asked if there's more important, if it's more important to get points from this game after their loss four days ago at Bursco. As I've said to you before, every game you want to win, um, and especially against the teams that are around you in the league. And we've, you know, in January and February, we play an awful lot of teams that are are around us before we go into a really difficult end of season. You know, we're, we're under no illusion that, you know, we really need to make sure our performances week in and week out are of a level that, that gives us a good opportunity to win football matches. And we were last Wednesday against Avro, one of the top teams, and then we, you know, we let it slide too much against Bursco and going from a very comfortable position at half-time to then creating our own our own issues really with with how we conceded the first two goals is something that we really need to sort out. I think Kendall are like fourth or fifth in the form table or something like that at the moment. We've got to really be right at it and make sure it's a really difficult test for them and I hope there's a really good crowd there to cheer the cheer the players on because I know they really noticed the difference on, on Monday. One of the positives from last week was seeing Frank Jones coming back after over 17 months out, the club captain. We spoke to him after the game and he touched on consistency and trying to find that. What's the key to that? How how do you actually go about finding that? I think it's, it's not just one thing. I think there's, it, it's about believing in your processes and going through the things that we're working on. You know, if you can get all the players thinking about the game and thinking about how we're playing in a similar way, then the game becomes a little bit less chaotic. Things are, are not done off the cuff quite so much. Time, patience, hard work, keeping committing to what we're trying to do. Um, and consistency will come out of that as long as we stay true to, to what we're trying to do and, and the players kind of believe in it and we believe in it and we can see some progress. And a reminder, full live match commentary on 13.68am and Manx Radio Digital from 6 o'clock tomorrow evening with Rob and Meps. Manx Radio Sport. Faster by Rob Pritchard. Faster by. Good evening. Starting tonight with football and tomorrow sees the first Manx football action of 2023 with the ECAP FA Cup preliminary round taking centre stage on Saturday afternoon. Eight games in the competition all kicking off at 1.15pm. Among the ties, an all-Premier League clash between Ramsey and Corinthians. Division 2 leaders St Mary's travel to Premier League outfit Moran and there's a northern clash as Michael United host Air United. One game at 2pm in the Canada Life Men's Premier League tomorrow sees Laxey host league leaders Peel. At the same time there will also be six games taking place across the combination one and combination two divisions moving on and competitive rugby action is also returning on the isle of man for 2023 this weekend in the regional two northwest douglas after a recent run of good results at the end of 2022 hosts a wilmslow side which has struggled in recent weeks only three points separate the two teams and dave christian feels it'll be a tight game at portishee tomorrow which way the results going to go that's a tricky one. I think I've got always back Douglas at home. They're capable of turning over some of the bigger teams at Portishee and Wilmslow, who are also struggling right now. Uh, I think uh, they're looking vulnerable. This is a game Douglas will want to win. That game kicks off on Saturday at 2pm. There are also two games in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield tomorrow at 2.15. Western Vikings face Ramsey Blues at QE2, whilst Ramsey Reds host Nomads Whites at Morag Park.
And in athletics, around 30 Manx competitors are expected to take part this weekend in what is considered to be one of the big events on the athletics calendar. The Lancashire Cross Country Championships take place at Whitton Park in Blackburn on Saturday, with the Isle of Man set to be represented at both youth and senior level in numerous categories. Athletics correspondent Dave Griffiths explains why this event is considered to be both popular and valuable to Ireland runners. The attraction of that event is that it gives our athletes the platform to perform on a slightly higher level uh, than they do in the local league cross-country matches. Over the years, historically, our athletes have performed very well, and I'm sure they will do so again this weekend. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Okay, having a look at uh, journeys for this evening, we're being told that there's some fog in patches on the mountain road. Using fog lights is uh, an advisable uh, thing from the police. No other specific problems reported, roadworks-wise. Douglas, temporary lights on the Ballinard Road near the Skullag Road Junction. Uh, That should have finished today at 3.30. Narrow lanes and temporary pedestrian crossing on Victoria Street in Douglas at the moment. Glen May, the work will have finished for today, but a reminder, in fact, that's finished, done and dusted, the Glen May work, so finished, out of the way. Uh, Peel, temporary closures in phases around East Quay on the promenades. That's for work on the road surface and pavements. Currently, the prom is closed from Manx Utilities pumping station through to the Weatherglass corner. No problems reported at the airport, everything moving on time, and that's how it looks as far as the travel is concerned. Massimo Tyres. Budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle safe and legal. Only available at... For a decade, dry January, a month without alcohol, has been promoted as a boost to health. But this and a similar initiative in October, the Stoptober as it's called, you may have heard them talking about it on the breakfast show this morning, uh, is viewed with dismay in the hospitality trade, particularly in the present financial squeeze. Chairman of the Licensed Fittlers Association, Andy Saunders, says the two months can have a marked effect on their bottom lines. Pubs aren't just about drinking alcohol, of course. All your standard soft drinks and so on that have always been around. There's lots of ranges of very nice upmarket flavoured fancy lemonades and things like that nowadays. Of course, uh, most pubs nowadays can offer excellent coffee and various teas and so on. And then, of course, we've got all these the newer ranges of really high-quality non-alcoholic alcohol substitutes. Pills. Does this really have an effect? We do see a, a massive drop-off in trade in January in particular, and also in October, when these charity-ran schemes are, are brought out. However, you've got to remember that pubs aren't all about alcohol, and uh, we do an awful lot of entertainment. There are just socialising, there's sporting events, and lots of ways to meet and see other people in your community. You don't over, you don't always get that chance to do. After Christmas and New Year, do people though naturally just give it a break for a while? Does it happen? Does it not happen normally? Well, of course, there's always a quieter periods of every year, and that does happen. But uh, certainly, since ten years ago, when Dry January became a promotion, it's definitely had an effect on the trade as a whole over since that period, yeah. Could this threaten some pubs? Unfortunately, pubs have had a long, and restaurants and everywhere, have had a long, hard fight back from the last few years with the COVID pandemic, with the cost of living crisis. The energy bills are a huge effect, even on the island, although more so in uh, other jurisdictions. The costs of running a pub have gone through the roof. We are seeing some of our hospitality venues disappear at the moment. Unfortunately, it looks like there's more to follow, so 
if people can get out and support their pubs without drinking alcohol and just use them as the entertainment venues and meeting places that they were always traditionally, it would certainly help everybody in our hospitality industry to uh, keep the walls from the door. That's it for update compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Simon Richardson and producer Rianne Evans. After the news at six, Rob Pritchard has the weekend sport preview. Have a good one. Take care. With our health services really struggling at the moment, it may be time to learn some lessons from the past. On Perspective this week, we hear from representatives of the Henry Bloom Noble Healthcare Trust about its work over the near 135 years since it was established. I imagine the health minister would be delighted if a wealthy philanthropist offered to build new facilities and pay for their running costs. That's Perspective this Sunday at 12 noon with me, Phil Gorn, on Manx Radio. Is it time to embrace the past and recognise public funds are no longer enough to pay for our health services? We are number one, we are family run. Mike's Motors, Mike's Motors. Looking for a nice motor? The nice people at Mike's Motors of Castletown have lots of nice motors at nice prices. Everything from cars and vans to motorhomes and 4x4s. There are warranty-wise warranties, and for a limited time, there's finance available with nothing to pay for three months. So find us on Facebook or click mikesmotors.im. Mike's Motors, an approved Conister Bank partner. Construction waste today. Tells recycle for another day. A builder skip or two. Tells skips will bring to you. At Tells Skip Hire and Waste Disposal in Snugborough, you only pay for the waste you bring. For waste disposal and skips, give us a call on 677-137. That's 677-137. Visit Tells today or find Tells Limited on Facebook. Call Tells Skips today. 677-137. Fly with Logan Air. From the Isle of Man to Birmingham, Edinburgh and more destinations. Save up to 15% on 900,000 seats during the big summer sale with promo code SUNNY15. Book by the 9th of January at loganair.co.uk. Travel from the 26th of March. Subject to availability, exclusions apply. Logan Air. For all the times. It's not just price match at ShopRite. It's price match. Plus the fuel you save not having to drive miles for the lowest price and best offers. ShopRite. Proudly locally owned. Broadcasting from Douglas in the Isle of Man. On smartphone and smart speaker. Online and on AM and FM. This is Manx Radio.